0: Give more than you get read less than you soul Listen more than you speak Realize more than you know Calm much more than agitate Question more than comply Hold yourself to higher standards Extinguish every lie
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Jen and Ajami's with me, Marvin Schneider, and the delectable Jen Ward.
0: Hi, babies. Hi, everybody. Nice to see you today.
1: (laughs) Nice to see you, darling.
0: (laughs) I like when you call me darling. Where's Gordon?
1: Oh, well, we've got to introduce (coughs) people. This is Gordon. Tell them the story.
0: Well, Marvin... Byron took me to a Salvo's, which is um Australian for a Salvation Army. So, um, we went in and this guy was just he was just he had a presence, didn't he?
1: Certainly did. But you you saw him immediately, right?
0: Yeah, I I locked. And the fact that I, I know when they're meant to be when you don't give me a fight and say, um, no, we can't have another, you know, family member. But you really like him and stuff. And by the way, from what the social media are saying on, on social media, you and him are the spinning image of each other. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Can he sit on your lap or no?
1: Um, he can kind of sit like this. How's that?
0: Yeah. He, he, he was really depressed when we got him, he felt abandoned and everything. He, his um, little tag says Albury on it. And so he's a local guy and um, the woman at the counter insulted him and said, oh, is he going to be a dog toy? And I go, no, he's going to be a member of our family. (laughs) So that was surprising, but he's like really sweet and he loves watching TV with us. So we've been watching, um, we've been binge watching Alone because it's just, is the one show that doesn't irritate us too much. And um, and he's like enjoying watching TV and everything. He's enjoying this, this now. I can see.
1: You think that he was handmade?
0: It was a small, yeah. He wasn't too mass-produced. I think he might have been. I've never seen anyone like him before. And that's another thing that bothers him is he doesn't know, he doesn't know what kind of bear he is. He doesn't know who is his kind. He doesn't know why he was abandoned, and he's he's felt really dejected. So he really did need us and stuff.
1: I'm going to do a really big shout-out to Salvation Army and their Salvos stores. Aren't they just the best stores? I mean, we had a look at a couple of op shops um, on the main retail street in Wodonga, and they were creepy, right? They were were small, and they were creepy. and
0: you could feel the energy out of it. um, when I say slimy, it doesn't mean that they were dirty inside, but energetically they were just like there was a low consciousness and it collects on everything, and you can feel it like energetically not being clean and that's yeah,
1: so do you have the Salvation Army in America?
0: yeah, I don't think ours are i use for um val- um uh, i don't think I don't think they're really for. Not
1: for profit. I think they're for profit, though. Oh, okay. No, ours are definitely um, community service charities. So they're most famous for homeless accommodation or short-term accommodation for homeless people um, and provide yeah providing people that are... Um, food and whatever for people that are living rough. Um, and so, you know, the tagline is Thank God for the Salvos. Um and um, but uh, you know, big shout out to them because they run a really professional retail operation.
0: Yeah, it's very clean in there, and it's very um, um and as the the merchandise is more select, like there's everything is like something if if it's what you're looking for you'd you'd feel comfortable having it.
1: So other than Gordon here. Mm -hmm. we did buy two things for the house Mm -hmm. two fruit bowls they were pretty cool Uh, two different types of fruit bowls well one's a serving platter I guess another one's obviously a fruit bowl and lots of beads
0: well we could have bought more beads but I'm being more selective and stuff because um, I had those colors and stuff and I don't want to wear you out and being open to getting me beads But I'm out of, like, the thread to make the beads right now. So it's like,
1: yeah. So we we tried to buy the thread um, in our local craft shop, and it wasn't very successful. They didn't have a very big selection, so we're going to have to get it online. Mm
0: -hmm. So we're just waiting for that, and um, um, we're waiting for a donation of beads from someone, which is really good. Yeah. But
1: it's not that you've got a shortage of beads, baby. You've got two fairly big bead boxes full to the brim. So it's not that you're short of beads.
0: Uh, uh-uh. No, it's not about how much I have. It's about what I do with them because it's energy work. So I I think of the beads like everything I do in my life is like energy work is a surrogate for humanity. So when I'm collecting beads, it's almost like validating individual sex of people and um seeing the beauty where other people have thrown it away and you collect it and you merge it with the collective and then you send it out into the world as something beautiful. And it's it's just like there's things called Zen gardens where people will sit there and meditate and they'll they'll rake the sand over and, and they'll consider that the Zen garden is their consciousness. And what do the rocks represent and whatever. So I'm doing the bead making as my form of a zen garden for the collective. So, you know, what am I willing to do? How am I willing to outflow? And lots of times when we're not doing the Jen and the Jammies or I'm doing the private sessions or writing or editing books or drawing, there's still energy to give. And it's really important for me to always to be outflowing as much as possible. Because when I don't outflow, that's when I'm prone to depression. Because all this flow of energy that I'm out churning, if I don't get to outflow, it it can implode and then that's not good. So a lot of people who are um, dealing with depression, it's because they're not outflowing enough. That's all it takes. And so they have limitations on what they believe they can do. Now, if I can heal all of humanity by playing with beads, or if I can like bring value to the world by validating plushies and, and bringing life into the inanimate world, I mean, what, what can other people do at that level? It doesn't take, it doesn't take um, inventions that are going to like change the world. It takes everybody outflowing in their ways. And the more people that outflow in their, their ways, the more that humanity will um, awaken. That's that's a shift in consciousness. A lot of people are waiting for aliens to come save us. But yeah. we have the alien DNA in our systems. We are our own saviors. So once we wake up to that and we start providing, providing um, assistance to, in however way we can, then, then, then.
1: So um, what's striking me as you're talking is two, two really important topics. One is um, continuous outflow and second is um, identity of purpose. And so the more the purpose is directed towards outflowing to uplift humanity, I think that's kind of a pretty powerful com- combination. And so if people can find that, um, my sense is a lot of people are going to, Get an opportunity to relax in their atoms, and um, you know, limit the propensity for depression and you know other conditions.
0: Here's the key: this is all they need is to set intentions. Like when you're out in the garden and you're like, like feeding the land, I see you as feeding the whole earth. So, you know, and your little swatch of this world is pristine and loved and everything in our little yard is magical because of all the intention that you put into it. So, So my intention in supporting you is to take that intention that you put out in this little swatch of the earth and send that out all around the world so the whole world can be as magical as you make our backyard.
1: Thank you, babies. Um, I think there's a lot to be said about, um, going to kind of talk about a couple of things. Um, I think a lot of people can get some assistance from you in identifying purpose mm-hmm. and, um, you know, working out how they can outflow and then learning how to outflow regularly. So there's two things in that, uh, I just kind of like to mention, Uh, We've got these sort of compact sessions with you. Um, They are a more affordable and more probably efficient, time efficient way of addressing a specific issue. Um, And so um, we're getting quite a bit of interest in those. Um, So have a look at the the website, genuinehealing.com, on the purchase page. Uh, there's an icon for, you know, compact healing sessions. I can't remember what we called it, but...
0: You know, what's really interesting is when someone messages me with an issue, it's like I can see their issues just as well as you can see Gordon right now. Yeah. It's like it's just, they just pop out and then I give them the taps to do or if they've never done a session with me, we do the session first and I teach them how to do the tapping. So it can work either way. For people who are um, proficient at doing the tapping, they don't mind doing the tapping first before they meet, because then when we meet, I'll get more um, taps to give them. So it's a double banger. And then um, I know banger I means something else, and no,
1: babies, this is a family show. Come
0: okay, on. babies. Um, no, I was talking about something else, not that. But anyway, so um, and so when it's someone's first session and they're introduced to it. They get to, like, work with me and feel I can push through that, that resistance, that first resistance with them, you know, mm-hmm. and so then they can, like, get that flushed out, and then they're more, they learn how to do the tapping with me, and then that just primes a pump, and then they get a tool for life. It's really exciting that we can reach more people with that.
1: Yeah, so uh, we've put this together because we get a sense that a lot of people will value having an interaction with Jen and a session with Jen. So this is just a more affordable and efficient way of doing that. So please take advantage of it. The more you support genuine healing, the more we can kind of work 24-7 because that's what we're doing. Uh, This is a a full-time job, so we really look forward to people supporting us. Um, so that's that. But then of course we've got the standard private sessions, the one hour zoom, um, call sessions. And generally the way you prefer to do that is where the client does not tell you what the issue is that you just tune into them and you, because you know what they need.
0: You're right. And the thing is when they try to tell me, um, when they try to tell me that the, the they're seeding their information with all the negatives and stuff. Yep. And it's like, that just gets in the way. And when they want to direct it, that's from the ego for one thing. And when they want to direct it and they think they know what the issue is, it's what they think is the issue isn't the core issue. It's, it's on a sub-level of, it's deeper for them, but it's not the deepest they can go. Yep. So I take them to the deepest they can go, and then they can meet themselves back to where... They think it's
1: the deepest. Yeah, and that reminds me something in my early professional career in business consulting is there's often a challenge between doing what the client wants you to do, which is the company they're hiring you, and and doing what you know that they need to be done, and they're not always the same thing. So um, there is something to be said here to trust, you know, the professional, right? So in this case, you know, you know what they need. And yeah, you can address it.
0: but but I teach people not always to trust a professional when they're doing um energy work and stuff. you have to go by like your, your your gut reaction and stuff. so um there's a difference between resisting because it's your issue and resisting because you have a gut reaction right. So a lot of people who are doing energy work are, uh, like another person came to me and they had a, someone told him that we're going to die very young and it's like, oh, gosh, and then they live that out and it's like, that is so irresponsible. Don't do that to people. Yep. And stuff. And I, so I cleared it on the person. And I said, well, I'll do the opposite. I'll curse you the opposite way. You're going to live to be a very, very sprite old person and stuff to a hundred and so or so. And so it's important not to put your limitations because sometimes when people are seeing the engrams, they're seeing a past life engram and they're ascribing it to this lifetime. And what you've just done is you've just cursed the person. So you can't All right. do
1: that. All right, so we've talked about the compact sessions, the, the, the standard 60-minute sessions. So they're great resources. The other great resource that we've got at the moment is a... Uh, series of ongoing subscriber events so we'd really encourage people to subscribe. It's a great way to have regular contact with the genuine healing tribe because what I've learned is that the whole um, sort of healing journey it is a journey and so as much as it's really impactful to have a one on you know uh, release uh, ongoing is very useful, frankly well, yeah
0: and so. So I think of the the, um, subscriptions, I always want to say prescriptions, but they kind of are prescriptions too. The subscriptions, I'm more like con- an, an, initiating yourself to be in constant connection with this energy flow that, yep. that, that I offer. So it's not about personality in that way. Because I've seen the people who've been with us and devoted and come to all the events or just get it. I mean they they've become some of the most dynamic people Yeah. and um the integrity the sincerity the clarity the intuition the the go-getterness the openness it's amazing and it 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 doesn't always take a lot of one-on-one sessions because a lot of people are sessioned out to death from other other um other things they've done so they don't want that they just want the flow, the connection. And if, I, if you need me, I'm here. And if you need me in energy, oh, I'm there. So it's like, like we all know I'm a badass in energy, right? Well, so, I keep
1: telling everyone that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, um, I know you're, you're the boss of the house, but I'm the boss in energy or whatever. Babies, there's no uh-huh.
1: bosses anywhere. There's no hierarchy
0: i know but if someone had to describe it and stuff i happily defer to your expertise in your areas which is most of the physical world right um and that's what we're going to talk about in goddess the difference between goddess and queen what coming up but um babies what was i saying
1: um regular contact and getting into the flow
0: no so people with subscriptions yeah um, they're learning how to be omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, and empowered. Yeah. And they can, like, travel in the other realms or whatever, and if anything is is going to be on there over their shoulder, basically, um, um, knocking anything on its ass that tries to harm them. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, so I these think... subscriptions are... Um recurring monthly um things say but you know
0: so i've seen people who have gotten what i do and then go the way and they think oh well you know i can do what she does and i'll do what she does and i don't need her and they kind of resent what i do it's it's a very subtle thing and stuff um it it comes out as ego and it it deters them from actually doing more, because it's almost like saying, okay, this is as much as I want to do, this is all I want to do, and now I want to be my own grand poopah. And there's definitely a difference there. Am I saying it wrong?
1: (laughs) There's there's no right or wrong. Um, but, But I think, I mean, from my perspective, what I want to encourage people to do is to become subscribers so you can have the regular... You know twice a week contact um because it's 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 hard work in the energy space at the moment and so a lot of people are you know finding it hard going so here is a wonderful resource and in doing that you're supporting the work that jen and i are doing um so you know what a win-win
0: yeah and i've noticed because i don't pay attention to what's happening out there i just pay attention to what uh, you know what's happening in the and the overall energy thing so a lot of people's come on the scene with this newfangled thing and and stuff but it's just uh, a, a facet of the whole thing and what we provide here is the whole gambit like shadow work is just one piece of it sound healing is just one piece of it um tapping into direct knowingness your gut reaction your dreams or everything it's all part of it so there's so many facets of who you are and then if you go in one direction that's fine for your own expertise but in your learning way it's going to make you maybe veer off in the, in the way of the ego does that make sense?
1: Sure.
0: Okay. Can we just point out how beautiful Albert's wife looks? He can't take his eyes off her now and he's kind of like jealous and stuff guess what her name is? What? Nicole. Because she uh, looks just like Nicole Kidman, doesn't she? In her um, little blue dress back hmm. there?
1: Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, can you just see if you can just point out, for for those that don't know who Albert is, there you go. So that's Albert's, Albert's wife. That? Albert's up there. And
0: it's usually like staring at the camera, but now he can't take his eyes off his wife. Yeah. Like, he wanted her, and she just wanted her plain... Um, plain dress but it didn't fit her so I put her in a pretty gen dress and now you know pretty gen dresses are like ooh, ooh. and then I put the little bows in her a- hair and now she's like a new woman now she's feeling what it's like to be empowered as a female
1: reminds me of that Shania Twain song Ooh Ooh, feel like a woman
0: yeah you don't want me to sing that to you babies <laughs> I know Not you today
1: <laughs> and we're doing so well on this interview
0: babies <laughs> I'm not
1: singing that one. Um, well, we should also mention your hands-on healing. So oh, we're in the process of setting up your healing studio. You've got your massage table and a few other bits and bobs we're going to add to it. Um, you've done some work on me. I was just, you know, it was amazing. Yeah. And um, our next-door neighbor, uh, we interact quite a lot. Because um, when we're sitting on the balcony or standing on the balcony, we can sort of see over and we have a bit of a chit chat. Anyway, I was noticing he's very sort of tight in his movement, um, and I asked him whether he would be interested in having some work done by you, and he accepted the offer. So a couple of days ago, um, he came around, you put him on the massage table. And you worked you worked him for at least an hour and a half,
0: well, he and you were
1: sweating him. your whew, off, you know.
0: So, so it's kind of I, I did that as a favor for you, babies, but um, thank
1: you, babies, and,
0: and out of compassion, but is I don't think he he can actually appreciate what he <laughs> received because um he he got like twelve modalities and that limited time and everything, and um. They were kind of lost on him. He just I I did a lot of I, I had to do the deep tissue work because his connective tissue was so tight. So I had to do that and you have to warm up the muscles and stuff. I mean I've had to take pre med to to um know what to do it. So it's not like I don't know what to do physically. But um then when we turned him over he had his hands in his fists and I thought he was mad at me or he was. And I go, why are you got your hands on your fists like that? He goes, oh, because before you worked on me, I couldn't close them. I had this special, I couldn't touch, that they couldn't bend or anything. So then he was just so impressed that he could have his hands in, in wrists. And all it did was deep tissue, shiatsu massage on his hands and everything. And um, some myofascial release on his hands. And then... Um, when he was laying on his back, he couldn't put his head down on the table. He was just too stuck. And so I did myofascial release on his head. It's just like unwinding the the connective tissue. And so I did that for him, and he's like moving it around, and his own body is doing it. And then he didn't even notice that he was able to put his head down on the table after that. (laughs) He didn't even recognize
1: it. I think he... I think he realizes uh, the change. I mean, in the moment, a lot of the deep tissue work that you were doing on him uh, was quite painful in the moment.
0: Well, it shouldn't it shouldn't be painful because I warmed the tissue.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it's just that his his skin was purple from not getting any oxygen.
1: Yeah. So
0: when I was doing the work, it was bringing pins and needles into his body because the nerves were waking up and and his skin was finally getting oxygen. Mm. So, um, but,
1: yeah. But, but so, okay, so let's just, maybe it's not painful, but it's uncomfortable. It's certainly not uh, a usual experience. You don't, you know, you don't walk around 24-7 having those kind of experiences, right? So it is intense oh. in the moment,
0: well, but
1: immediately afterwards, it is so liberating,
0: Can I just tell you, I'm going to defend my deep work is that if I get bodybuilders, if I get like really rugged people, they really enjoy that because, remember what he said, where did you get that strength from? Yeah. Because, because it's like iron inside my body when I'm helping someone, it's like iron and it's like, um, and so So I can go deeper than most people and do a massage and everything when I need to.
1: So you were saying the other day that there are four um, layers of muscle.
0: Um, Yeah. so, So to get to the connective tissue of the spine, I'm like warming up all these layers of muscle and stuff. And it's like, I know that he hasn't been touched ever before. So it's like, how much do you? Give this person i wanted to create a shift and i kept asking him is it too much pressure is it too much and he told me when it was but yep. then he but it's up to the other person to let me know if it is too much or whatever but but when he got off the table he was like
1: i know he was he was a spring chicken
0: and then guess what people always want to do right after they have a session
1: i know what you're going to say but i'll let you say it
0: they want to tell you about all the pain they were in, yep. and they want to bring it back. Yep. And so I don't let them. And then they get annoyed with me because I won't listen to their their annoying story, and they don't understand the cause and effect between what they're saying and what they're pulling back. And so after I've done all that work, I mean, I'm sweating, and I'm exhausted. I'm not mm-hmm. going to let him pull it right back to him by telling me about it and stuff. So we Jeff's kept saying, uh-uh, <laughs> No And he got irritated, I think a little bit
1: because well, look, I don't think so, so I'm gonna defend him a little I, bit no
0: um, i i'm I'm glad to be wrong, yeah, like
1: be wrong. so in this case, um so there's a couple of things going on here. this dude, he's a veteran, all right, and um, you know, he's been on the battlefield and and he's pretty you know. He's had. I see
0: the engrams. I see the images. Yeah,
1: but I'm I'm explaining to the listener, so I'm I'm not explaining to you. Obviously, you know what's going on. Um, And he is. um, He has no exposure or experience to you know spiritual people and spiritual principles, right? So this is brand new for him. Mm -hmm. So he's used to talking about his issues, right? And so when you're pulling him up, it was just. he wasn't used to it. He didn't. He didn't understand what he was doing. Um, but once. But but see, the thing is that when you're doing the healing work, you know you're in control of the situation, right? And see, so, so you know when you pull him up, he was respectful. Yes. Um, and um.
0: So for my part, it's like, like, like people could say, couldn't you just tolerate it? He is there and whatever. But no, I'm interrupting. I'm interrupting deep programming in him and as a as a veteran he's a surrogate for all veterans then he's on my table so I'm interrupting the program of the victim consciousness from all veterans because they don't want to be victims yeah. I wish more veterans would do the taps and come to me for those mini sessions because
1: and that hands-on healing <laughs> it's yeah just...
0: absolutely
1: um I I've, you've done a little bit of work on me um, and even the small amount that you've done on me is so liberating. Um, I, I've i got movement now that I haven't had for a long time.
0: Thank you, baby. You do have moves.
1: I, <laughs> baby, this is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that's enough promotion. Uh, we do like to talk about the work, the genuine healing uh, work and... Uh, what's on offer we do look forward to people supporting us so please take advantage of the amazing resource you know what blows me sorry what what blows me away not doesn't blow me (laughs) me... (laughs) babies it's a family show what blows me away is you know with all of the amazing work that you do um i don't know why you don't have 7.9 billion clients to be honest
0: I know there's there's um
1: I I don't understand it
0: because I know that there's people so I like I know that I'm gonna be renowned someday and I thought it would have been sooner I mean people have seen me years ago be an overnight success but you know an overnight success takes Decades, apparently. Yeah,
1: so, so, so it's a bit of a euphemism. It's never overnight at all. It's always no. hard work.
0: And um, I know, I see the I see oh. Akashic of the, all those who've had access to me for years are going to kick themselves when I become so renowned that they can't get me because I'm too busy. Not because yeah. I don't care. But that's why we put in into place all these things like the books and the energetic cleanses and everything. So those people... That didn't take the opportunity to, um, when they had it, will still have access to the work through, you know, the subscription, the books, the cleanses.
1: Yep. You often talk about taking the initiative as being, you know, step one of self-healing. Yep. So you do need to get off the fence.
0: Well, I'm not on the fence, baby.
1: No, not you. I'm talking about the general population,
0: well, you baby. You, babies.
1: Oh, Babies, come on, context.
0: All right, babies. Well, anyways, um, yeah, we've been way over the fence for for decades, you and I, and Gordon, you've probably been over the fence too, buddy. Yeah. So, um, look at him listening so intently. I know
1: he's fascinating. Look at him.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He he knows what's going on now. He's it's um he sees how important it is where his mom and daddy are now, and it's like. Oh, it's not about you know feeling bad about yourself or or the struggle you went through because you've gotten to this loving point now he's starting to get that memo because he was like kind of depressed yesterday i had to hold him i had to hold him and let him like cry one last time because i had that experience with sema my puppy Seema, when i got out the first yep. night she was happy to be there but she had when the nights lights went out and i'm cuddling her at night she had one howl for her sibling and her mom, and I let her have it, and I say, I know, babies, I know, I know. They still love you. And that was all she needed, and I think that's all that Gordon needed, too.
1: Yeah. Well, he's with us now. so. Yep.
0: So,
1: um, now, you wanted to talk yeah. about Ooh, the difference between...
0: On. Yeah. Go for it. The difference between queen and goddess. So I think people don't understand that there's a huge, huge difference. There's a lot of women out there who want to be the queen. And that's not the same as being goddess. And I really need to pull a lot of women up. And I'm going to do that right now. So, so, so a queen is doing female energy and male energy. And what she's doing is she's bleeding the male around her to empower herself at the expense of him. And you see um, examples of it in your life all over the place. So I don't need to point out any, but goddess does not do that. What goddess does is goddess is the center of the world and she'll receive from her man, but she won't bleed him because what she gives back to him is so much more than she could receive. And she gets joy and pleasure out of empowering him. So it's not about, you know, oh, I can, it, I can emasculate at him and make him wait on me. No, that's queen. That's bullshit. So, And um, it's about, like, being stubborn and arrogant in who you are as a female and thinking that you are above everyone else. It's not that. It's yeah. the opposite. Goddess loves all beings. Goddess um, supports all beings. Goddess will take back seat if it helps others' growth. And she doesn't want to emasculate her man. She wants to empower him because she works through him. And everything that he does, everything that you do, Marvin, is I support you a thousand percent and I I magnify its effect and i put my intentions and initiation uh, uh, take the initiative and you do the smallest thing now you're an amazing cook when you're cooking i i see you as feeding all of humanity when you garden i see you as as healing the whole earth you know when you love me i see you as 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 male learning to step up and love all of Love their woman instead of abusing them so yep. in this relationship and it's not like this is special just to you and i everyone can do this in their relationship you can't if you're going to be spiritual you can't turn it off and say oh my husband's not spiritual and i do the work you have to work together and he doesn't have to like be foo foo.
1: so but how do you i know a lot of people uh, in this position because I was in this position about a decade ago. So those that are spiritual or are awakening or have awoken and their partner hasn't, the partner is still ingrained in old paradigm mindsets and behaviors, it can be challenging.
0: Well, yes, but the difference between that and what we're talking about is your partner, your old, your ex, did not want to change.
1: No, that's right.
0: She did not want to and you knew intuitively that she did not want to change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you respectfully didn't try to make her change because that would have been cruel to her. It would have just been totally out of her comfort zone. So you moved on and you waited and you waited and you waited. For someone
1: who was worthy of you, babies, and that, yes, babies, and, and there you were. <laughs> yep. And
0: you still say that you were happy without me, but I don't
1: believe you. No, um, okay, so basically, we'll, we'll keep going because, okay. um, uh, all right, so, so let me just try this. Um, there are some women, um, probably over the last thirty, forty, possibly fifty years that have, you know, come to the view that it is their right and sovereignty to be, you know. Queen? All right, let's do that queen. Yeah. And they do operate in male energy and I see it in the corporate world all the time. That's kind of where my reference point is. Okay. Um, and it does it's not a good look to be honest. No. So But that doesn't mean that uh, women who are operating in female... By the way, can I just say that the corporate world requires business leaders, executives, boards, whether they're men or women, it doesn't matter, to be operating more from the perspective of female energy. So Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to put that out there.
0: They think they want that, but...
1: No, 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 I'm saying that's what needs to happen.
0: That's what needs to happen. But right now, there's no place for um, female energy in business unless unless um, the businesses agree to that. So right now what they're doing That's is right. they're taking these beautiful goddesses and squeezing them down into male energy and making them compete and fight and do all, everything male energy does when what really needs to happen is we need to allow men to embrace their female energy so that there's more space in business for the ebb and flow of male and female. There's a time and a place to be um, be direct and there's a time and place to be thoughtful and compassionate and outflow.
1: You know, yes, that's absolutely true. Um, I'm not going to name her, but I'm going to shout out to one woman who I was working with about close to three decades ago, she is one, and and she's now uh, the the CEO of, well, she's been the CEO of a number of very large companies. She's amazing. She is an amazing leader operating from female compassionate energy. Uh, And and that's the, the one that I know. Now I'm not saying that I've, you know, have a whole, you know, reference point, but when you see it, it's obvious and plain to see. But when you see the opposite, it is also obvious and plain to see, and it is not a good thing, and it's not good for the businesses either. Here's my perspective. Um, Wait,
0: can I just say, it's not just not a good thing for the women, because that sounds like you're, it's not a good thing for the men either. So, So Okay, so you're not say, you're not singling out women as it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for the men in, the, in that position either.
1: Well, I mean, and for me that goes without saying because okay. I've been working well, on just because the corporate world, for one reason or another, at the moment is still dominated by male you know, male business leaders, and so and, and this is what I'm saying is that they all need to change. And here's the thing: the fundamental change needs to start with, why am I in business? Why does this corporation exist? And if you can't point to how your products and services, you know, uh, contribute and enhance the well-being of society, which is the individual, the wider community, and the environment, then you really need to be thinking about why this business even exists. And so this is, sorry, just before you do cut in, this, this is in the corporate world, the idea of outflow, right? Because if, you're out, if your products and services benefit humanity and society, then the purpose of your business is to outflow.
0: Okay, but yes, that's all true and there's even more. So, at, at, and I've said this to you before, business makes their employees choose between their purpose and their job and it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be so what you're talking about is is honing business to be of a benefit to humanity so people who come into the business don't need to choose between family
1: that's right
0: purpose they can live their their sacred purpose they don't have to go into the military to serve their purpose they can do it through their vocation and and what you'll get is a more spiritual and integrity driven um, yeah. Sensitive, creative, imaginative workforce yeah. because they're not splitting their energy in half.
1: That's right. And so I've said um, for two and a half decades now, the greatest tragedy is a lot of people who are on a spiritual path. You know, they they have to leave their spirituality and their sort of purpose behind. Um, you know, when they when they go to work, and you know, it's just and and of course. <laughs> But that's schizophrenic behavior, you know. Of mm-hmm. course, it you know um, and creates the, a schism the in the is, psyche. So, and the
0: the, the, the mind blowing thing is is that companies go out and they search for the most creative, aware, <laughs> inspirational beings, and, and then, then they,
1: they destroy them,
0: and then they bring them, and then they just <laughs> churn them up from within and create yeah. this um, this. Um, drone, this yep. working drone
1: out of them when it's not necessary. Yep. So do you remember in, in the work that I've described, uh, the initiative, the transforming the business community initiative, mm-hmm. there's always been um, three streams of activity you know, in the, um, the left brain of business. So this is the science of business, the structure, um, you know, the, the, the physicality of business. And there's a lot of work to be done at the intangible level. So the people, the culture, the structures, the processes, the softer science. So there's a lot of work to be done there. And um, um, we will be inviting in a group of people that are interested in operating in the, the softer side of the transformation of business. Learn some of your skills Um, so that they can become effective in that process as well.
0: But babies, those are... I mean, I already see that happening with the people who um, sign up for the subscription. Those are the people who Well, the
1: the subscription is definitely a good way to have an ongoing immersion in the skills that they need. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there's going to need to be a balance. Um, We are going to have to draw from people that have... You know a couple of decades of professional experience in that space okay and then we want to take on more skills as well
0: okay and i think that's possible because the the business people who come to me are the ones that they, they just don't have their heart into it because of the beast it's become so that makes perfect sense the more that we get out there and people understand these more subtle senses of you know your own instincts direct knowing this perceiving an energy people know it as just being a bullshit artist that's a form of perceiving an energy or yep. um yeah
1: yep so um just before we do wind down the the last thing i'd say is that there is a a sign up thing on the genuine healing website under the purchase page um it's next it's Signing up for an expression of interest to engage in a series of workshops mm. to take people that have corporate professional experience in people, culture, you know, executive coaching, performance coaching, bring them in, uh, work with us over six workshops, six three hour workshops. So it's a lot, yeah. a lot of experience to really have a significant immersion in the kind of skills that jen has so that you can acquire those skills and apply them in your work in the business in the corporate community and in doing that you are living a purpose of uplifting humanity by by being part of this transformation process but, the journey that i'm on
0: but what people need to know is that if they think i have any talents at all you are my counter I mean, you're the first person that I could relax my atoms around in the whole world, yeah. and yeah. So, so Jen whatever... and I
1: are going to be Jen and I are going to be co-hosting these workshops. So you know, uh, it'll be over six weeks, right? So it'll be one workshop a week, three hours for each workshop. It's a significant immersion in both uh, Jen's skill set and my skill set because you need both, and so we'd like to have. Hundreds, if not thousands, of people over time that sign up for these workshops, uh, and then you know go out into the corporate community and you know apply the skills, because that's how this transformation is going to going to take place. Right,
0: and Marvin's a real humble person. I mean, um, he doesn't toot his own horn. So he sits back and is in this industry where it takes a lot of horn tooting, you know, and the people, people. The people who get seen are the ones who, they've made an art out of like showing off or or promote self promotion. Marvin's doing the work. Marvin, when I see him inwardly, you know how I see Marvin, is with um, um with a blueprint of the world, and he's like in this higher realm in the seventh or eighth realm, just studying this blueprint of how to, um initiate
1: organize yeah.
0: and yep and to 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 um to put business together and to raise consciousness in that way and as much as i seem to know an energy i'm not even sure you didn't plant it like your information in me to get us to this point so because um, i know nothing about business but i just know enough to Know
1: what you do. Yeah, um, I, I mean, look, it is really useful for me to have a separate separation of skills and responsibilities, right? So, you you work, you know, you're in command of the things at the intangible levels, um, and I sort of focus at the sort of at the physical within the physical realm, because you need both and. Um,
0: and that's goddess and god energy yep. and i don't mean god isn't the only god i mean no. we're all god people so he yep. does god energy and i do goddess energy and together working together that's how the pharaohs used to um yep. d- administer their their skills is through him doing his thing me doing my thing and assisting each other in expounding
1: all right That's probably a great place to wind up for today. It was a great session. And I'm really glad that uh, we found Gordon yesterday. He's joining our family. I might have him on my lap as we do lots of these things, unless I need my hands and my keyboard to do things. He likes Um, it there. He's he's, he's business-minded. He gets the money. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Um, So it was a good session. I'm... I enjoy sort of showcasing the work that we're doing and and how every, you know people can participate. So please um, sign up. Um, there's you got plenty of options now to sign up and participate um, in the work, not only your own healing but all of humanity. So thank you for everyone who supports us. Um, oh, I should mention we're still. Uh, we're still raising funds for the GoFundMe to keep Jen in Oz um, to help pay for the, the immigration lawyer and the visa fees, um, you know, it's, it's expensive. Um, so uh, if, if you're inclined and if you're able, we'd love um, to receive some GoFundMe.
0: If everyone, if everyone out there would just do a, a compact session. That would be that would be great. That would be enough. Oh,
1: uh, for I just sure. Don't Look, know why.
0: I just don't know why it's not.
1: Yeah. There's many ways that people can support the work. So, you know, you can donate by all means. I know. Have a compact session, uh, have a private session. I
0: know. I'm just I just want to put it out there that I'm not like we're not asking for handouts. We're really hard doing the work. We're,
1: this is this is a 24/7 um um work that we're doing.
0: I don't even so, I don't even have a uh hair dryer, people. This is like <laughs> my hair drying cuz we showered in the morning and stuff because it's yeah. not a priority right now.
1: No, so our priority is um you know, we're bonded in purpose. So our priority is uh staying on purpose and um so you know, we're looking forward to supporting that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, baby. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to Gordon. Uh, Thank you, listener. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, and bye for now. Bye for
0: now.